each and every one of us are, are not going to achieve those things. But I do believe that failure is is essential and is going to happen in order for you to grow. If you're not failing, that probably means you're not trying. When you hear the word goal, what comes to mind? It's football season, so maybe you think of sports. Maybe social media comes to mind, like hashtag relationship goals, hashtag self-care goals, or hashtag fitness goals. That list is endless. Or maybe it's not a, a thing, but rather a feeling that the word goal dredges up. Maybe a feeling of fear, overwhelm, angst. Goal setting can actually be a very productive and positive thing when it's done the right way. And it can actually be used in many aspects of not only our day-to-day, but our week-to-week, our month-to-month, and even our year-to-year. In this leadership moment, Pastor Ryan is here to help us navigate the fear and overwhelm of goal setting by breaking them down into manageable, smaller chunks. He's also going to help us understand why we set goals and how to find success in our goal setting. So, whether you're already a goal setter or you want to become one or a better one, this episode is for you. Pastor Ryan, welcome. Thank you for having me once again. So, goal setting is important, and I think a lot of us think about that this time of year. So, we're at the end of the year, and the new year is looming, and I know we're all really anticipating the new year, right, for all the reasons. We just don't want to be in 2020 anymore, but just I think that the idea of fresh, starting fresh, starting new, and we throw this word of like New Year's resolution out, which can be kind of negative because we just feel like those are going to fail anyway. But I, I think this podcast will serve us well if we consider goal setting instead of maybe New Year's resolutions, maybe New Year's goals. But we don't have to wait till the New Year to set these goals. So I'm hoping that you are going to um, help us today understand why it's important to set goals first, because I think then we'll be able to move past maybe those feelings of I don't need to set goals or that's just not for me. So why do you think it's important to set goals? Man, so many different reasons. Uh, but last time I know we talked a lot about uh, that that you need to be a learner um, as a leader. And we talked about how in learning it takes, it takes humility and, and you also have this idea of growth. And I think goal setting is a catalyst for growth. So when you think about goals, you mentioned football. Um, if, you're, if you're a football player, if you're a fan of football, then you know that the goal is the end zone. Okay? And so a goal gives you direction, so you know which way to go. But a goal also gives you alignment with your team. And so a lot of times we think that goals have to be goals for ourselves, but in actuality, we have goals with other people. And so how do we, how do we go the same direction together? And how do we align together? Um, well, it's because we have goals. So alignment, direction, really big things in order for us to grow. And goals are the catalyst with which to do that. So you mentioned doing that corporately. Like you can have a goal as a group, right? When we think of leadership, we think we're a leader of a group. But you can have a goal as a family. You can set goals as a family. You can set goals as a couple. You can set goals individually. I think sometimes if if you've ever taken a, a post-it note and written what you're supposed to do the next day, like that is maybe an archaic way of goal setting, but I, I still use that method sometimes. So who is goal setting for? Did I just answer that for you? You kind of did. Yeah, I would, th- I would say that goal setting is for, for everyone. 
I, uh, we have a, a nine-year-old and a five-year-old, and I think it's really important for them to have goals. Maybe the goal for our five-year-old is, hey, hey, bub, you are going to um, brush your teeth on your own tonight or this week or in this next month. And so if we have that goal for a month out, then we're going to take steps in order to help him achieve that. So from your child to goals in your marriage, I think if you want a vibrant marriage, you need to dream and you need to brainstorm and you need to collaboratively have goals in your marriage that you want to go after. I think they're really important uh, in your workplace. Um, you can do so much more as a unit. Um, the sum is so much greater than the individual parts. And so when you come together and align together, you can achieve more together and something together that you couldn't do alone. So at work, there's that. I think as an entire family, I think with some of your extended family, you can have uh, simple goals to say we are going to have a reunion at this time next year. That could be a goal. And then obviously there's a lot more to it. But how do you work towards making that goal happen? Yeah, I think going back to why it's important, it gives direction Um and then who is it for? It gives direction for your family. It gives direction for your marriage. It gives direction for yourself. Like I know me personally, if I don't have a list of things, goals to set for that day, my day at the end of it seems wasted. I could have done 15 things that day, but it's, it's almost when I write it down, I don't know, I'm a list maker. I like to check things off, but I have more direction when I write it down. Even if what I wrote down was three things, four things. I feel like I feel more successful when I've written it down and it's given me direction for my day because the other things seem random if I don't. Yeah. And I would even use the word urgent. Um, something I learned uh, a while ago that stuck with me for quite a long time is this distinction between things that are urgent in your life and things that are important in your life. Most people um, tend to the things that are urgent in their life. Now, not to say that all of the urgent things in your life are unimportant, unimportant, but in the scheme of things, they may not make a difference in the long run. And so if you're going to look at important things, a lot of times those things aren't urgent. And so they take goal setting, they take planning. But I, I would say it's crucial, again, if you're, if you're wanting to be a leader, it's crucial to carve out time for the important. And goal setting is a vehicle with which you can do that. And I think it's important to sit down and, and maybe write out those tasks and, and consider what is urgent versus what is important. I think I remember when I first resigned and first stayed home, I thought my, my urgent job was to clean the house. And before I knew it, I was cleaning the house all day, every day. I mean, I had a day that I swept the porch. You don't need to sweep the porch once a week. Okay, some of you might, but I do not need to sweep the Especially porch. Especially if there aren't, it's not leaves season. Right. You know, the leaves are everywhere. <laughs> yes, right. I could probably sweep it once a week right now. Um, but I had to step back and think, and I think you helped me do that. Listen, you're overwhelmed by the important, but you're not doing anything that's urgent. And I think that was really helpful for me. Or the vice versa, that you're overwhelmed by the urgent, but you're not doing the things that are important. Yeah. Yes, thank you. That's why you're here. Um, but let's talk about like our marriage. What kind of, we've dreamed, we, we dream a lot. We set aside, aside time for dreaming and brainstorming. You talked about this idea of collaborating. So let's just give them an example. I know this isn't a marriage moment, but let's give them an example of how that looks in our marriage when we goal set together. Yeah. So we just, um, we throw some things out, things that we feel like that God has laid on our hearts to do. And so, 
Um, I, th- I think at, at the core, we said we have a passion for, for marriage. And, well, what, is that, what does that look like? Well, giving tools to, um, to other couples. Well, what are some ways in which we could do that? And we came to this idea of writing a book. Okay, well, what, what would that book look like? Well, maybe it could be a devotional. Well, what would the devotional consist of? Uh, it'd be a weekly thing, talking through, th- through important topics that we think are crucial to a vibrant marriage. And so... Uh, we came to the point of, okay, if we're passionate about marriage, uh, a great way is to write a marriage book. And so then, um, if that is our goal, um, then what are the steps that we're going to take to reach that goal? And I think that's the other really crucial part. You know, you've got the end zone. If you're playing soccer, you have the goal. But what, is, what, are, the, what are the things that you're going to do um, that are going to help you achieve that goal? And so... Um, I could talk a little bit more about that aspect, but I I'd like, yeah, I'd like for you to, but you're, you're giving away some of our secrets. So if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening to this, uh, yeah, we're trying to write a book. I didn't know. So I wasn't supposed to share that. Oh, you know, it's fine. Okay, it's, a, it's out there now. So there's no taking <laughs> it back. <laughs> um, so how do we set goals? And if we're talking about how we did that, you know, we, we talked about what it looks like to goal set within our marriage. So we've set a goal. Once a goal is set, how do you actually go about achieving that goal? Because yeah. I've heard you throw these words. I'm going to say them and I can't explain them to you again. That's why you're here. Lag and lead. You talk a lot about goal setting to me at home, um, but I want you to explain what's the best way to go about achieving those goals to be successful, whether it's individually, in your marriage, in your family, at work? Yeah. So let me give you two books that I think are really important, really helpful. Um, One book is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, It's very much about goal setting and about discipline. Love that book. Check it out. But where I got this language of lag goal and what, what we call lead measures is from a book called The Four Disciplines of Execution or 4DX as it's known, and I'm going to do my best to explain it quickly. But a lag goal is something you set that is SMART. So you've probably heard that acronym before, um, SMART, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and then time. And so SMART goals, lag goals, though, the word lag is to say, I'm, I'm going to do this, and then when I get to this point, I'm going to look back or I'm going to lag, look back, and I've either achieved that goal or I haven't. Um, so let me give you a quick example. The one most people use is weight loss. So let's say on January 1st, you set a lag goal to lose 50 pounds by December 31st. Of that, that is That is a lot, but it's, <laughs> it was just a random number that came to my head. But you're going to lose 50 pounds over the next year, and that's your lag goal. So from January 1st to December 31st, and when you get to December 31st, you'll either be able to say, yes, I hit it, or no, I didn't. Most of us do that, like we set lag goals, but it's the lead measures that actually help us achieve those goals. So those are the day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month things that you're going to do. And this is so important when it comes to goal setting. So for losing 50 pounds, uh, if you you break that down, then you're saying, okay, I am going to eat this um, amount of calories um, each day. I am going to work out. 30 minutes, three days a week. Um, And if I do these lead measures, I believe that I can hit this lag goal when it comes to the end. In football, if your lag goal is to score a touchdown, your lead measure is to gain 10 yards every three or four downs in order to continue towards your goal. So it's very, um, very much something you can, you can do. 
And, and I believe, again, once I, uh, like I said, I believe that you, if you set good lead measures, the lag goal is something that will just happen. So I, when you're explaining that, I kind of envision like a rainbow with only, with only one bow, I guess. So your lag goal is like the one bow, the overarching bow. Your lag goal is the pod at the end. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the, and, and then your lead measures are the, the stops along the way, not even stops rather, but just what gets you, pushes you. It moves that you along. creates the bow. It, keep, it keeps you on the rainbow. Because okay. if you don't have lead measures, you won't go down the rainbow. You'll get misaligned. You'll go in a different different direction. You won't even try to go towards the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Okay. So if you're a visual learner like me, when you think of goal setting, you're going to think of a one-bowed rainbow with a giant pot of gold at the end. So, you know, you mentioned something. If you're not going towards that goal, right, it won't even – get you to that goal. I think sometimes we set the lead measures and they don't align with that bow. They don't get us towards our goal. So when do we, you know, stop, is there a place where we stop and look back at our lead measures and think, you know, what went wrong? I think if you, if you set a, a year long goal, that's kind of a, a waste when you get to the end and you've realized all year long, you weren't doing something you probably should have been doing. So at what point do we stop and, and think, evaluate I yeah, guess what I we've think, been doing I think you have to do that regularly and I also think that lag goals can be very short term so I gave I gave a long-term goal as an example and I think you should have some long-range things that you're looking forward to in your marriage I think you should have some long-range things that you're looking forward to with your kids like I think a long-range goal for most of you parents is to have your kids graduate high school like that's a great long-range goal but there are so many stops along the way and so you can have benchmarks and other lag goals that you're, you're trying to reach and you know that you have to reach. Like if you want to lose 50 pounds in a year, then maybe that starts off and you're like, okay, I want to lose five pounds in, I don't, I don't know how long that would take, but maybe five pounds in a month, you know, so you have those benchmarks. And then if you're not, if you have those smaller benchmarks and you're not achieving those, then you evaluate and you find out, okay, where, where did I misalign? Where did I get off course? Um, talk with your spouse if it's a marriage goal. Talk with your team at work if it's a, a work goal and get evaluation um, from them. Yeah. I think we forget to do that. And then we get to our time that we've allotted and then we're just crushed. We're defeated because we haven't met our goal. And I think that's why so many people think of goal setting as just a task, a chore, something that like New Year's resolutions, they're just going to end up being defeated on the other end. So what would you say to someone like that who's just, who's thinking of it long-term? Like, I, are they making lead measures incorrectly? Are they not doing lead measures at all? Most of the time, it probably is lead measures. But here, here's a, a, a bit of encouragement. Just because you take a loss doesn't mean you're not going the, the, right, the right direction as well. Again, to use the football analogy, there have been very few professional football teams that have won every game on the way to the Super Bowl. And so they've gotten off track. They've, they've taken a loss. But what do they do after they have the loss on that Sunday? They go and they evaluate the film. And they see what corrections they can make. Uh, the, the lag goal hasn't changed. They still want to win the Super Bowl. But they haven't, they haven't achieved, achieved all of their smaller benchmarks along the way. So don't be discouraged in that. Each and every one of us are, are not going to achieve those things. But I do believe that failure is is essential and is going to happen 
in order for you to grow. If you're not failing, that probably means you're not trying. That's good. That's really encouraging because I think so many times we get there and we stop and then we do something else. We find another because we're going to make goals, right? Uh, I think not all, not everybody makes goals, but if you're not making a goal, like Zig Ziglar has a quote, if you aim at nothing, you're you'll hit, hit it every time. Every time. So yeah. goal setting is important. And I think sometimes, even though we don't think we're setting goals, we really are um, because we like that that success, that feeling of success. But I think alternately, we we really don't like the feeling of failure, but you're saying failure is okay. Oh, yeah. I think... I think if you, again, you, you mentioned this, but Michael Jordan said, you know, basically he wanted to take the last shot every time and he was, he would, he would never hit anyone he didn't take, but man, he hit a lot because he wanted to take them, but he failed a lot too. Yeah. So let's go back to this idea of uh, New Year's, we'll call them goals, New Year's goals. And someone's listening to this, whether it's at the end of November or 1st of December, and they are going to sit down and create some goals for the new year. Um, what is some advice that you would give them in order to set them up the best for success? Yeah. And so I think start small, start small. If, especially if you're not, if you've not worked out your goal muscles, so to speak, then start small. Um, James Clear talks about this a lot in Atomic Habits and he says, start with small goals. And then the next thing you know, you've taken small steps um, to where you can take larger steps towards towards bigger goals. So that would be a huge thing would be to start small. Okay. So like instead of 10 New Year's resolutions, maybe one or two? Yeah. I would even say, I think from the 40X book, they talk about how two to three is the sweet spot. If you have any more than, than two to three goals, you probably won't hit them. In fact, I w- if you're first starting out, I would start with one you know, one small goal, but it talks about how if you get to four to five goals, then you might hit one. And then if you get out to 10 goals, you're going to hit none of them. It's just, you're, you're going to be spread too thin and you can't have that focus on the important things. So start small, uh, create goals that are smart. Can you tell us again what that? Yes. I hope I'm saying this right, but I think that this is what they are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and with time. Okay. Break that down. So specific meaning like Yes. So specific means uh, it's not just this generic goal. So you can't you can't say, man, I want to feel better. That's pretty generic. Yeah. What does that mean? So if it's specific, I want to lose weight. Okay. If it's measurable, I want to lose 10 pounds. If it's attainable, you if you say 10 pounds, but you're um, an eight year old and you weigh 70 pounds, that's not an it's not an attainable. We're not promoting eight year olds to try and lose weight. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I'm just I'm, that was an, another example, but it needs to be attainable. So I said 50 pounds earlier. Yeah. If if you're 200 pounds, 50 pounds, you know, I, again, I don't know what. But, you know, in your life, what are some attainable goals? So it needs to be attainable. It needs to be relevant. So it needs to make sense for you. Like if you're in a healthy place, then. Um, a relevant goal may not be to lose weight, but rather to change your eating habits to be healthier. Mm-hmm. So losing weight may not be good if, you, if you're not overweight. Um, and then the final one, the final one is time. So I want to lose 10 pounds in a year. So therefore, when you get to the end of that time, you can, you can really measure it and look back and evaluate it. Yeah. Okay. You've, you've explained that very well. People are going to want to listen to this a few times. Um, but I would really encourage you to do that. And if you are overwhelmed by the thought of goal setting, do what Ryan said and start small. One goal. 
one goal, give yourself a month. Um, I think sometimes even six months sounds really intimidating. Can we do something over six months? Oh. They say, what, 21 days? Is it still 21 days to create a habit? I've heard both that and I've heard 60 days to really cement it. So e- sure, either one of those, I'm sure. So, so look, maybe start with a three-week goal. Yeah. And then if you hit the three-week goal, maybe go for the two-month goal. There you go. That's good. That's good. Well, I appreciate your explanation of this and your encouragement and challenge to set goals because it's really important that we set goals, like you said, to give direction, um, to grow and to continue to do that. So I really appreciate that. I hope um, everyone found it beneficial like I did. I took a lot of notes um, to change the subject a little bit, but to bring us back. What is your, this is not goal related at all, by the way, um, just to lighten it up. What is your favorite holiday tradition? My favorite holiday tradition. It could be Thanksgiving or Christmas. I think by the time this airs, Thanksgiving might be over, but you never know. So for Christmas, then this is a unique one for us, something that we've done since we've had children. But we go to our Christmas Eve services, and after the last one, we go and get McDonald's. Oh, my gosh. I love it because I'm not really a huge fan of McDonald's, but I really look forward to that. I think our kids love it. And then um, we go home and watch a Christmas movie mm-hmm. each and every year before for Christmas Day. That is a fun tradition. We're running out of kids' Christmas movies, though. We're going to have to start recycling. That's okay. That is okay. I can yeah. watch Home, Home Alone. Alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. Um, okay. What is the best gift that you've ever received? Besides your love? Besides my love. <laughs> hmm. a, really, a really special gift to me was a quilt that I received when I was a sophomore in high school. So... Um, in middle school, my dad's mother, my grandma on my dad's side, uh, passed away. Um, but my uh, grandma on my mom's side took some pieces of a quilt that my grandma on my dad's side had made, and then she put them all together. And then on that on that quilt, it said grandmothers, um, and it was it was dated and, and all of those things. And we actually we still have that quilt on our bed, and it's just a really special thing. Um, love quilts my whole life and it's just really cool to see both of my grandmothers um, together on something yeah we are we are fighting to keep that thing together it's been repaired a few times many times many times well I appreciate you joining us today if you are a goal setter or you want to become one or become a better one then remember that goal setting gives direction can be done individually can be done corporately, with your family, with your friends, but setting goals is a catalyst to growth and we should all be striving to become better. So hopefully you are left encouraged and challenged in this leadership podcast and until next moment, take care. Hey, thanks for catching this moment. I hope it left you encouraged and challenged. We're here to serve you, and we want to address any challenges or struggles that you are having. And so if there's a moment that you would like for us to talk about here on the podcast, you can email those to gracelandmoments at gmail.com, or you can catch us on Instagram at gracelandchurchonline. And if you have a moment, we would love for you to share our podcast with friends, family members, coworkers, anyone you think would benefit from one or all of our episodes. And if you have another moment, if you could rate and review us, it lets us know how we're doing so we can be better, but it also lets us reach those audience members who want to hear what we have to say. 
I hope this was a blessing to you as you go throughout the rest of your day and your week, and we'll see you here next time.